Welcome to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Janessa McKenzie, an intuitive business and mindset coach to inspire success-driven solopreneurs like you who are ready to show up like a badass boss and create the impact and income they desire. It's my mission to help you see who you were created to be so you can share your gifts with the world and make a difference. My approach to business is not what most would call normal. Thank God, because being weird and unapologetic about it is my jam. On this podcast, we mix the woo with the do to help you create the space, energetics, and strategy that attract the clients and cash you really want while unapologetically showing up as who you are so you can design the business and life you desire from the inside out. So if you're ready to say peace to settling, hiding, half-assing, and dimming your light, and yes to having the abundant, profitable business and life of your dreams without living on the edge of exhaustion and overwhelm, listen up as I hit the BS button on the extremely outdated perception that you need to hustle to be something you're not to be successful. Thank you so much for being here today. Now let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast. I am here today with Grace Mace. She is an a trained architect, software designer, and developer, and developer. Apparently, I can't speak today either. <laughs> She's the author of Revivify Your Life and the Podcastos of Revivify and founder of Bayrep. And I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more and explain to you what that is. Grace, how are you? Good. Thank you so much, Janessa, for having me here. I'm just so excited to speak with you. Um, a little bit about myself, you're absolutely right. I was trained as an architect. I worked at UC Berkeley as a campus architect for a number of years. So I got a chance to experience from start to end of planning, designing through construction closeout for fairly sizable projects. And then I pursued to get my master's degrees. And as hardcore I was focused on architecture, but I got derailed um, in a great way. Uh, I got a chance to experience technology. How can possibly impact people's lives? And my experience was have the opportunity to design the website while working for the school as admissions committee. And I watched this, you know, Mamie, this wonderful lady, and she's always stressed during the admissions period because she, I'll date myself, (laughs) she'll have to transcribe the audio files or the voicemail messages of people's address who are interested for getting the application booklet. Back then, the application was through a booklet um, with a full page of tear-out of application. You have to type your application and submitting it. Mm. That was the mission process. And what I I witnessed with her was during that period of time, she was always stressed. Seems like there's not not enough time. She stays late, and she just seemed worried a lot and get easily flustered. Mm. Which makes sense because there's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of people are interested to apply for the school. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and every day she'll go through the same routine, listen to the message, scribe the, the um, address onto her notepad, then transcribe onto her labeling application on her desktop, then peel every single label, paste it onto every single bo- booklet, pile into boxes Well, the ma- mailman will come pick it up every day. Yeah, And then when he returns next day, he will also have a subset of booklets were undelivered. Mm. And so at that moment, I realized, first of all, what we're experiencing is not only stress on Mimi's part, but also we're wasting a lot of resources. Paper are not going to be, they're going to be recycled, but that's a lot of paper wasted. On top of that, a lot of money is being invested on doing so. 
And lastly, and most critically is their students out there did not receive their application. Mm. And they may miss their dream opportunity to get into the school. And so all these pieces, frictions, and that's when I realized, well, since I'm designing the website, might as well just create the application and PDF the file, upload the website, and let everyone have the opportunity to download the application, type it up the application, and submit it as they need to, mm. and not have to worry about calling in and then waiting and hoping that they will receive the booklet. And this not only give re- reduced stress on Mimi's part, and also reduce costs and resources. Yeah. And, lo- and most importantly for me is giving the control back to the potential students who are very eager and motivated to apply. And that to me is where kind of the light bulb went off for me is, hmm, technology could actually help people's problem and improve the process. Let me start with that path. And mm. to see that instantaneously results impact we have increase of applications and everyone was end-to-end was happy. I don't think there was a disappointment, perhaps a printing company. Um, but other than that, <laughs> it was it was good for everyone. And now Mamie and, got her, you know, her life back. <laughs> she got her life back and she's calmer and much more at ease. And she's able to enjoy spending time with, you know, all of us. And yeah. that to me is really special. And that's how I went down the path of learning about technology and uh, developing solutions, designing uh you know, designing applications and interface and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so that was my beginning journey of understanding user experience, understand technology, understand how to develop product. Mm -hmm. And last few years when we had not so pleasant home improvement experience, that's Mm -hmm. why I realized, hmm, maybe I can help to address the problem. Mm -hmm. And so I developed the software, focus on home improvement, really comes down to the very simple thing. It's almost like, you know, oftentimes people have hard time finding the right people to work with. And also the communication breakdown. And on top of that, things are, there are just so many things to keep track. And oftentimes the, the, the professionals don't have the bandwidth or are not trained in these kind of documentation tracking and administrative tasks. And that creates a lot of friction between two parties. Mm-hmm. And lastly, there's also payment or the financial leverage over each other. And I thought, well, why not just address these issues by simply creating an algorithm that matched people, not just based on qualifications and project scope, but focus on compatibility in addition to all that and finding the right people who can do the job and are who are trustworthy to collaborate with. And and the next level is have entire project management system tracking in a way very visual, very easy to use and use a lot of graphics to present information and make it inclusive so that everyone on the team can participate, providing the updates, keep it everything transparent and accountable. Mm. And lastly, have an escrow payment system where the payments in, in place where they know the money is in there and they can safely complete the job. And also for the owner to have the peace of mind that their money is going to be taken away without completing the work. So that's what I did for BayRap. And along the way, I actually developed and realizing there's another opportunity for me to help the homeowners to get more familiar with the process. And so I wrote the book to help them, to guide them through the process. Wow. So I love how you say, so I thought I would just simply write an algorithm. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. Cause that to me would be like, that's not simple, <laughs> but I love that you're, you know, you, you found this gap 
because it is, it's a big gap, um, especially where uh, I noticed in your application that you, you know, did say that most decision makers of the households are women and it's like 80%. And I think as women in this society with, um, you know, people that we need to get our cars fixed or get our home fixed or get anything else fixed, we some sometimes we feel overwhelmed or it intimidates us or you know we don't know who to trust right exactly so, you know a lot of contractors and, and and on their side they get a bad rap because you know they're they're a contractor and it's like almost a stigma where it's you know oh they're all just out to make money well we're all business owners and we're all out to make money. So <laughs> you're absolutely right. And there is the, the, the stigma is valid because there are, there are these folks come into the system or ecosystem by means of truly intentionally to take advantage of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll take the money and never complete the job or they take the money and never start it mm-hmm. and leave the owners scrambling, trying to figure out what's going on. They all, you know, a lot of time homeowner write, will write a check. And mm-hmm. that itself is a really dangerous situation where you don't have a whole lot of recourse. Mm-hmm. Once the money's deposited, your money's gone. Yeah. And that's people's life savings. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're, they're that group of population. And we are focused on how to develop something that will safeguard both parties' interests mm-hmm. to make sure that they're fully aligned and they're fully aligned getting the final results that both parties achieve, want to yeah. achieve. Yeah. And this underneath all of this is really, you know, emotional intelligence, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Tell me how you, um, you know, how you incorporate that and, you know, what, let's first off, tell us what EQ is, emotional intelligence or your, instead of your IQ, it's your emotional, I don't even know what the Q stands for. Oh, quantums. Well, Thank you. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Emotional intelligence is all about how we feel, how we regulate our emotions and how we recognize our emotional state and how we're emotional impact other people. And once we became aware of all this, then we have a choice mm. to behave certain way. And that becomes a profound thing, even though it's really simple, but yet has a huge impact. Yeah. And for us, we spend a lot of time researching and also just learning from our customers, both, both sides are homeowner customers and also our professional customers who are delivering the service. And reality is, as often people think about home improvement is transactional relationship. You pay the person, they come in, complete the service, and that's the end of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But reality is not, it's very much on the personal level because average homeownership is about 20 years here in U.S., Mm-hmm. average marriage in America is seven years plus one year oh, of paperwork ultimately results in eight years. And we spend Yikes. more time focused on right people to spend our life with versus looking for someone who would help us to improve our home in a meaningful way, just by looking through a directory and hoping someone will call you back. That's not the most effective process. Yeah, when you it put it have in to that perspective, <laughs> right. it's like you might as well go through the phone book and find a husband. <laughs> <laughs> and we would never do that. That's exactly, we would never do that. Right. Um, but yeah, we don't go through the time and truly understand, is this the right crew come in to work with me? 
because some design is can be subjective and people have different expectations and different backgrounds and mm-hmm. different struggles. And how do we make sure we bring the right people in? And we know when we work with right people, no matter how big the issue can be, you know, maybe you'll figure it out together. Yeah. But when you work with people you're not compatible with, oh boy, little issue can be blown out of proportion and you still scratch your head. Why do we continue to fight over something so trivial? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of time with, this is where emotion comes in and people don't feel like they've been heard, they've been seen, or they being value or they feel they matter. Yes. And this is our communication styles and it has to do with our personality too. And, or also due to, due to circumstances all together can contribute to how you respond to other or how you react to situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest gaps, especially now, and I, and when we were growing up too, but especially now, is that we're not taught this in school. We're not taught how to regulate our emotions. We're not taught about our emotions. And we're not taught how to emotionally connect to somebody else, whether it's a partner or a contractor. Right. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I do, that's like one of my big passions too, is to, and I do it with my own kids, help them regulate their emotions and understand what they are. Right. And that it's okay to feel them. Right. And that it's, you know, what, what you do with them after you recognize what it is that matters. Absolutely. And for me, being a Chinese immigrant, our culture is not exactly known as emotional, let's say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, my parents didn't hug me until we moved to America. And all of a sudden we started seeing other people hugging. It was like, hey, that looks pretty good. That looks nice. <laughs> um, so emotional intelligence is something that some, perhaps for some family, but for, for my, my family, it was something that we had to learn. Mm. And, and as a kid, as an immigrant who didn't speak a word of English, those emotional words, I couldn't even describe. I didn't have those knowledge. And so labeling what I was feeling can be challenging. And I imagine many people were, are in the same boat because they don't have the emotional language vocabulary taught in school. We Mm. have maybe at best, maybe five to 10 words that we know about emotionally, emotional words that we learn, but it's not sufficient when we go through that, all that emotion we deal with on day-to-day basis. And to have a systematic way to even just identify, this is how you feel. And it's absolutely okay. And like you said, to mm-hmm. feel that way. But once you begin to knowledge how you're feeling and you can begin to knowledge and start studying, like, is this a pattern? Is this a trigger motion? And what happened in the past that triggered this motion? And what can I do in the future to recognize those trigger points? And what can I do specifically to regulate that emotion so I don't completely blow out proportion and regret it later? Yeah. And another good thing to ask yourself too is why am I feeling this emotion? Right. Because, yeah, because, uh, you know, if you're angry, there's usually more to it than I'm angry, right? Yeah, great. Right. You're angry. Why are you angry? Right. Like, um, it's like I, when it comes to a contractor, you know, like you were talking about before, maybe the homeowner doesn't feel heard, right? Right. So 
they're angry. They're angry at the contractor. And now they're kind of, you know, taking all of their anger on the contractor being a total jerk or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm just throwing some scenario out there. (laughs) And then the, but the contractor has no idea. They don't get it. They're like, why are you so mad at me? And, you know, they probably have some kind of an idea, but they're like, how long are you going to be angry at me? You know, type of a thing. When the homeowner can, but, it, and none of us sometimes will be like, oh, I'm so angry. I don't even know why, you know, <laughs> like, but if we, di- if you just stop and like dig just a little bit deeper and you say to yourself, okay, what happened that made me so angry? Because then when you ask that question and you look at it from not an angry, when you're not in the angry state. And you really want the answer, you know, you really have to want the answer to this to, to dig deep. So, okay. What made me so angry? Great. This made me angry. Why did it make me angry? Like keep asking yourself questions like why, 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 like be that three or four year old kid right? (laughs) that like, that's the only word in their vocabulary. Why, why, why? Um, Because you're going to get your answer. You're going to get the answer and all of a sudden it's going to come up and you're like, I don't feel like they hear me. I don't feel like they're listening to me. I asked for this, but they're giving me this. And usually when, when two people are angry at each other, it's some type of miscommunication unless it was like an action on the other party's part. But when it comes to, you know, talking and understanding what each other wants, it's, it's a communication issue. Right. And, and that's like, and then we get mad and we blow it all out of proportion when we could have just said, okay, why am I really mad about this? What is it that I'm feeling underneath this anger that's making me mad? It's because I'm not feeling hurt and it's not easy to to get to that point. And it's not easy to admit those things either sometimes. You're absolutely right. And what you described was spot on. And so what we've seen on the job site is there, there's that moment and we want to hold that space for them to one is to self recognize, self-aware what's going on. And so we developed this, um, what we call a natural language process is artificial intelligence built in to recognize your tonality and sentiment, whatever you may be writing. And for you to immediately see a scale of, do you sound very negative or neutral or very positive. And once you visually see those, you know, that range, then you can make assessments like, wow. And the next step is, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. What, what, what am I feeling? And to even have words to label with graphical forms to show you, this is maybe how you're feeling and for you to de- identify them. And then to be able to show the contrast between how you sound and how you feel. They may not be a fully aligned. And then next level, just like you said, ask yourself why. In my book, the first chapter is why. Mm. <laughs> um, my te- uh, when I used to teach our history while I was a graduate student, I asked my student five times. Mm. Just like you mentioned, like a toddler asking, <laughs> you know, asking a parent five times, why, why, why? Every time you dig a little bit deeper, by the fifth one, you'll find your truth. Mm-hmm. I ask and- my clients and students to dig 12 times. Oh, that's more impressive. Like, well, I usually stop at five and they seem to be able to find. Yeah. Well, usually five is where 
they feel like they can't, like they, they don't have an answer. And I'm like, right. no, you have an answer. Keep going. Right. And they do. And I mean, not all of them get to 12, but if you can get past five, then you're really digging deep. That's awesome. Yeah. And so the other thing that we also recognize a lot of, uh, especially trace, uh, folks, some of them may not have finished high school or college mm-hmm. and some of them are dyslexic. Mm-hmm. By mo means they intentionally to be short with you, and they're more more likely to be a taskmaster. They're just focused on give you a very brief message, a brief response, and part of it they're conscious of how they present themselves. It's not their intention to be rude or being just uh, be stern. Mm. And so what we do, what we're trying to do is for them to actually regulate their emotions, not only become self aware, but also for them to be recognize how the other person may perceive the message mm-hmm. and then the next step is guide them through of what's the outcome you want to achieve and what things that you can modify to get to that result yeah. and then for them to re, re uh, suggest diff- a different way to present that information your message and then recalibrate the analysis and for them to see does that sound aligned with your motion at the same time aligned with what you want to accomplish Ooh. That's, uh, I think like every person on earth needs this app. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually funny thing you said, a lot of our uh, professionals, to our surprise, we thought there would be a, you know, a, a, number, a small number, but a lot of men are using it actively. Awesome. And what they share with us is, I don't feel I'm being judged by another person, but having a technology kind of nudge me on the side and say, hey, you sound kind of negative. Mm. maybe you want to do something and even we have intelligence to recognize it's around noontime we even a little bit cheeky ask them have you had lunch yet because a lot of time Ooh, the contractors they are working so hard and they forget to eat and when yeah. they do a quick response that quick response may sound more stern than need to yeah it's not that they are intentionally being mean it just circumstances trigger their behavior yeah. and so what you described the hangry is something we realize like oh boy, let, let us help you. It's like, before you respond, maybe just grab a bite to eat. Yeah. And then you, you have nutrition or something. Yeah. It's something simple as that. That would change the outcome of the relationship. And oh. so we're very conscious about how do we make sure, foster that relationship, make it inclusive, and for them to be intentional about how they engage with their, their clients or for the clients to engage with the pros. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. If we begin to see each other as a, you know, another human being and humanize that relationship, that engagement will make a significant change of the outcome of how we work together. Yeah. Uh, in any, I mean, I, I love that there are, you know, contractors and homeowners using this. I love it. And I love that men are like, yes, thank goodness. And they probably, like you said, when they were like, I don't feel judged by somebody, Cause it's, it's an app. Nobody's got to know what the app says to them. Right. right. <laughs> and the funny thing is what you just said about like, everyone should need to, uh, many of them told us, can you just create a separate app by yourself? That's not nothing to do with my project, but I want my wife and yes. my father <laughs> to start using this. And so we are in the process of developing an independent app just for that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yes. I was just going to say that. Like it could be like a little pocket therapist, right? <laughs> exactly. Sometimes we just need a little reminder. It's not, we all know, I think we all inherently have good intentions, but sometimes good intention may not be translated correctly when we put something in words. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know what happens when the receiver received those phrases or a message, all of a sudden they may be triggered by something else and Mm -hmm. 
before you realize things will escalate unnecessarily. And so we want to be able to address it at the root cause. How can we prevent explosions? How can we help them to become self-aware? And instead of looking at whose fault is it, it's more of what can I do to change outcome? And what can I learn to modify my behaviors so I have more control over the situation? Yeah, yes. And, And all of those things can be used in everyday life all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And it's funny because, um, you know, once you realize or have the knowledge of, you know, EQ or, um, you know, just communication skills, period. Right. You know, I, I love, you know, watching TV and I get movies are movies and TV shows are TV shows. They're supposed to have the drama and the conflict and all that stuff. But it's so funny because I'll find myself sitting here going, if you just told her that to begin with, <laughs> then this wouldn't be happening right now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or the episode will end very quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's just so funny that, you know, once you dive into this stuff and like, and you start to recognize, you know, your own patterns or, um, you know, once you understand like what a limiting belief is or what emotional IQ is or any of that stuff, you see it everywhere. Once you know what it is, you can't like unsee it. You can't, (laughs) you pick it out, you know, all the time. It's never going to, it's never going to go away now. And, and that's amazing because the more people we can, you know, help to get to that place where they see these things so that they can stop and identify and then choose how they're going to move forward. That's the gap that happens. Like that doesn't happen. That stop, think, and choose. Exactly. And once there's a space hole for them and even just snap out of their normal pattern, Mm -hmm. it gives them a chance to become a better learner. And yes. to be compassionate, not to others, but to themselves too. Yes. Yes. One of my tricks to, um, to that is when you, you know, you feel like you, you get that monkey mind, right? You get that you're in this situation and your brain is going 16 different ways. Like, oh my God, this is going to happen. Oh my gosh, this is going to happen. Or they're not listening or blah, blah, blah. And your, your brain is just doing all those things. I just take three really deep breaths and then go, okay, what, what needs to happen right now? <laughs> right. Because after like you, you can't make a decision from that monkey brain. I mean, you could, but it's not going to turn out very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you can absolutely. But if you want it to turn out better, it's best not to do that. And when we get angry or we get confused or frustrated or overwhelmed or burned out or any of those things, making a decision from that place and from that energy isn't going to turn out as well as, you know, reclaiming your power back to yourself and your energy, taking back your energy and your own mind being like, okay, let's, you know, get centered here. (laughs) Let's get grounded and then let's figure it out. Uh, You know, if, Yes, I, I pray that everyone 
listening to this today takes that away from this. One, if you need a contractor, you know, make sure you, can you download this app on like Apple iTunes? Where do you yes, get it? Both on iOS, on Apple uh, store, and also um, Android, uh, Google store, awesome. app store. Yeah. So if you need a, a contractor or a, is it just home, home contractors that are on there? Um, they're contractors. They do front end improvements to residential constructions. Yes. Awesome. So all of the above, anything you, anyone you would need to like fix your house. Yes. And even for those who are just thinking about it or need a little help, feel free to come to bayrep.com. We have a free worksheet for you to kind of navigate through, just work it through by yourself first. And to make sure that you have a clear vision of what this project and and also clear goals, what you want out of it. And Mm -hmm. so when you start working through it, that you have the confidence and know what you want then engage with someone who can help you to get through that. That much, that will be a much smoother process and much more actually it's more emotional intelligent, mainly because mm-hmm. it helps them for the, uh, the pros to recognize they know that you're ready and you're, you're confident and you know where you're going and they're right. They want to be there to supporting you. Yeah. And you don't, you don't want to be guessing about what you want. And they don't want you to be guessing about what you want because then that means that they have to guess about what you want too. Right. And it just shows that you, you are, you respect their time and you're doing due diligence to do what you need to do mm-hmm. to collaborate with them and join them as a partnership instead of this transactional relationship. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And that's how we should treat all of our transactions. I'm air quoting because I'm like, is that really the word I want to use? <laughs> But I think if we think about it this way, every time we make a transaction, if we treated it as a relationship, it would be a com- on a completely different level. Absolutely. Mm. And when we start humanize that relationship versus just objectify the, the, the connection, mm-hmm. this is what we can have an impact, not only our, our personal lives, but will impact people around us who we, we engage with. Yeah. So that's my challenge for anyone listening is to, for the, for the next 24 hours to treat your, every transaction you make, whether it's at the coffee shop or with a contractor, treat it as a full blown relationship and see how that makes a difference for you and for them, because it will on both ends. I think you'll find that it'll be much easier for you And you'll be calmer and it'll flow and it will just be how you'll have much more ease in the transaction, actual transaction part of it and the communication part of it. And it will just, and they will appreciate you more. And you know what that means, right? When you, you know, create a relationship status with somebody and you, um, you know, they feel like like we were talking about before, when they feel seen and heard, just even just seen, like even if it's like the barista at your coffee shop, if they feel like they're like, you're like, hey, you're awesome and you make awesome coffee, like you don't have to say that, but if you just make them feel that way and that's the energy you're bringing to this transaction, then they're going to appreciate it even more. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love it. All right. 
so what are, what else do we got? We have, oh, is that the freebie that you were just talking about? Is oh, yes, we have, yes, we have our, our freebie on the website as well. Yeah, and that's, is that the one you were just talking about or no? Yes, it's bayrep.com um, slash revivify your home. Perfect. And I have a link here for your book. Right? Oh, yes, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a link. Sorry, that's a link to also see the book. Yes, amazing. Awesome. Thank you. So that is absolutely incredible. I love that you, you made this app and I love the, that you were able to see this gap. And then, especially for this niche, like that's a very amazing niche between, you know, homeowner and contractor that you saw that gap there that said they need to be able to communicate better. Right. And think about just even trace back my personal experience. It is extraordinarily frustrating when someone come into your space, it's your mm. private space that you share yeah. with your family. Yeah. And when this, when someone wronged you, that feeling doesn't just go away easily. Yeah, Anything like, when you see something wrong that was done incorrectly, it feels like a, just a, you know, someone just flicked the scab off and the mm. pain starts resurfacing up again. Yeah. And that's really unfair for the homeowners. And at the same time for the professionals, some of them, they do make an effort and they are really qualified. It just, they're not compatible to work with. And mm. the worst of all, some of the cases where the homeowner choose not to pay them. Mm. And so for them, just like all of us, like you mentioned earlier, we all try to make a good living, honest living to take care of our family, to take care of our friends, to create a healthy, well-balanced life. Mm-hmm. But when they're being, their financial situation is being compromised where they don't get the last payment, that really hurts their business and that really hurts their emotional state as well. And they're, you know, could really impact their life, their personal life. Absolutely. And also their livelihood of their business as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we want to make sure that everyone, knowing that there's a lot of good people with good intentions, let's bring the right people working together. And when they start collaborating and have a transparent system to keep track of everything, where as a homeowner, I have access to where things are and how much I need to remain to pay and what other changes I need to make decisions on. That gives the homeowner the control as well as for the professional to keep everything all in one place. And that becomes their back office, no longer in the back of their truck or back in their office is mm-hmm. all accessible on the, just the mobile device. Everything will be accessible by their fingertip. And that's where we empower people to make the right decision at the right time. Yeah. And it becomes a partnership at this point. Exactly. It's not just a, you know, customer proprietor type of a relationship anymore. Now it's, it's a partnership. Right. Is- and the relationship is no longer the recall. They can just easily see this, you know, timestamp and this is what we talked about. Mm-hmm. And the conversation becomes much more fluid. It's, there's no need to cover anyone's tracks and pointing things at each other. It's all about how do we solve the problems together and how do we continue to build trust? Yeah. And people can just look up other people on this app too, to find the right person for that. Correct. Amazing. I love that. I love it. I love it. So so tell everyone where they can find you on, on uh, where do you hang out on the webs? 
So I, on the website, you can definitely find us on bayrep.com. I'm usually on the system and connecting on our, I also helped on the customer service front, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because this, for all of us on the team, we do every effort to learn and to help and to support. Mm-hmm. And I'm also on Instagram and LinkedIn that you probably can find me easily is linkedin.com slash IN Grace Tao Mace, G-R-A-C-E-T-S-A-O. M-A-S-E. So I'm also on Clubhouse. So for those who are on Clubhouse, feel free to ping me. I'm more than happy to hop on the room and chat with you. Awesome. And is that, are you just Grace Mace? Grace Mace. There too. Okay, perfect. I I have a lot of your links here and I'll make sure that those all get linked up in the show notes along with with your um, offer of amazing freebies that you're going to give out here, which is great. And for anyone listening right now, please screenshot this episode, tag us in your stories, ask questions, tell us what you took away from this episode um, and ask us questions, send us DMs. We love to hear from you guys. So um, Grace, thank you so much. This was an amazing conversation. And I, I love that, uh, that this, that you are doing this in this space because it's much needed. It is. When considered as the top three complaints nationwide for the last two decades, it's a $450 billion industry. Something is not working. So we need to do something collectively to elevate the industry and also find some, bring some peace of mind for everyone so they can feel empowered to move forward and creating the space that they deserve so they can level up their life. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, really that comes right down to it, right? Your home is like, it's your castle. It's where you feel safe. It's where you, you know, do your thing. It's, you know, that is just having that sacred space as, you know, your home as your sacred space. And then you want it to, to be beautiful and you want it to, be stress-free. So getting repairs, as we all know, (laughs) it's just stressful thinking about getting things done sometimes because you know it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take money. It's going to, you know, all of these things that this app is now, you know, letting you see at your fingertips takes so much of that stress away. I think the unknowing part of hiring a contractor or getting any type of home repairs done, whether it's repairs, upgrades, whatever it is, the unknowing part of it, I think is what stresses a lot of people out. Exactly. And this is the reason why we were very intentional on how to present information where it becomes known. It's so transparent. It becomes a clear entity as what they need, what information they need to understand and how to interpret the information and make it actionable, uh, event for them yeah and it is a very emotional investment we want to mm-hmm. you know really safeguard that and make sure people feel like they've been heard and they've been seen and they matter and that's important to us and ultimately is creating space where they feel good about the accomplishments and celebrate it together yes yes i love that thank you grace thank you so much for coming today Thank you so much, Janessa. This has been such a fun discussion. I, I could talk with you all day. This is definitely something we both share deeply. And yes. thank you for creating the platform for us to talk about this. Oh, you're very welcome. 
All right, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.